The following story was told by Josh, a writer and mental health advocate for Mental Health Connecticut's Write On program. This story is raw, personal, and may contain language not suitable for younger listeners. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Josh and I'm from Avon, Connecticut, which for those of you who don't know is right near Canton and Simsbury. Just a little bit about me, I went away for college and graduate school. I went to college at the University of Rochester in Rochester, New York, where I majored in French. For graduate school, I went to Michigan State University in East Lansing, Michigan, where I studied law. Um, the drive from Avon to East Lansing was about 15 hours. I can't begin to tell you how much music I listened to on that trip. <laughs> but now I'm back home living with my parents, unemployed, single, and experienced depression almost on a daily basis. How does this happen? How does a person with three degrees from a fairly well-to-do suburb in Connecticut become in this position? You know who I'm like? I'm like George Costanza, one of the characters on the, t the hit TV show Seinfeld. I feel ashamed of myself. In this piece, I'm going to share some of the things I experience as someone who has depression. It starts in the morning, I wake up around 6.37 and lie in bed debating how long I should stay in bed before I decide to roll out of bed. I usually don't look forward to the new days. It seems like it would be so much easier just to lie in bed. Sometimes it just seems so pointless to get out of bed, have breakfast, go to work, etc., etc., etc. Lying in bed seems so much easier than going to work or reading a book or even watching television. All you have to do is just lie there and stare at the wall. However, hearing my parents downstairs in the house, drinking coffee, watching the news, eating oatmeal motivates me to get out of bed and try to have breakfast. So I roll out of bed and walk downstairs and have breakfast. Yeah, I accomplished something today. I rolled out of bed and had breakfast. Hopefully I can accomplish something else and not feel sorry for myself for most of the day. After breakfast, I debate whether I should go to my rehab program at the Institute of Living at Hartford Hospital. I really don't feel like driving, but it's probably for the best, interacting with other people my age and talking about our experiences. Sometimes when I'm sharing my thoughts and and feelings with other people in my group and conversely listening to their thoughts and feelings. It can be sad to listen to what they and I have to say, but I try to remain tough in such a situation. I was hospitalized three times. Once in September, once in December, and once this past February. I remember how atrocious my behavior was when the medical assistants were checking me into the hospital. I was crying and wanted to go home, but the assistants didn't want to hear it. Eventually, I stopped shedding tears and came to the realization I was going to stay in that hospital for a little bit, even if it was only for a week or a few days, and no one was going to listen to what I had to say. I just had to follow the rules, so to speak, and do what the psychologists and psychiatrists recommended. Let me tell you a little bit more about this hospital because I've been there so often. The medical assistants take away all your electronics, you can't go outside unless a nurse accompanies you, and they limit the amount of time you can spend with family and friends. It's kind of like prison. You don't have a lot of freedom when you're in the hospital. However, I will say there is one nice thing about it, and that's the food. I think it's pretty good, actually. <laughs> Another thing I do occasionally when I'm alone at home, I talk to myself and think about what I could have differently when I was younger to avoid this horrible situation I'm in. What happened? How come I ended up in the place I am in now? I know you can't change the past, but I feel you can learn from thinking about it and posit what you could have done differently. 
I guess it's possible I spent way too much time being involved in extracurricular activities because I struggled a lot with my academics. I knew I was going to go to college and graduate school when I was in high school, but I didn't engage in any classes or events that would have prepared me for that education down the road. Basically, when I was younger, I spent more time doing things that would make me feel good in the short run, but as you might guess, not so much in the long run. And hence, I'm probably, and that's probably why I'm in the position now, unemployed and living with my parents. Every day is a long one for me. Every day I look at the clock and it says 2 p.m., but it really feels like 4 or 5 p.m. Sometimes it can get to be exhausting to get through the day, and hence, why it can be hard to get out of bed. Maybe time will go faster if I lie in bed all day. In addition, I remember there used to be days where I wouldn't look at the clock all day because I was having so much fun. Unfortunately, I don't have those kinds of days anymore, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping over time that I will get more of these days where I don't look at the clock at all and I'm just having so much fun. In conclusion, living with depression sucks and I wish I could rid it from my body, sort of like when a person drinks tea or orange juice when they have a cold. They want to flush the cold out of their body. Furthermore, I wish I could turn back time and go back to high school and work harder so I would be ready for college and graduate school and whatever came next. Thank you. This story was recorded in front of a live audience at CT Improv's Theater in Hartford, Connecticut. Want to hear more young adults find their voice and speak their truth? Go to mhconn.org slash write on. That's W-R-I-T-E-O-N.